Welcome to Manifest Recordings, the official platform for the behind the scenes of every song from every Manifest artist. Hope you enjoy. So, Paper Thin, it's an interesting one. Oh. It's a very interesting one. Very interesting one. To be you quite know, honest with you, outside of Dropout, bro, this one, this is like 1A or 1B. I mean, this is like... This, this is why I got you for these two good. songs. Yeah, I mean... This is good, man. It's... Uh, very interesting. I mean, I like I like uh, rapping from other people's perspectives, and uh, it's something that Logic did a lot of. Yeah, and so I kind of picked that up from him, and you know, tried it out, and I think this is probably my favorite song to come from that uh, yeah. that way of storytelling. Yeah, I mean, I think it was I thought it was great. Right, I'm like bouncing in and out of which I believe is you know, a story of about me and, yeah. you know, then sprinkling in you and different things, right? And the things that you learned and this and the other. And, you know, I thought it was very, very interesting the way that you did that because the first time I listened to it, um, I thought, okay, well, that didn't happen. That's not me. That's That part's not me. This right. is is that about him or is that about me? And then so I had to go back and listen to it a couple more times. I'm like, yeah, I think that's that's like, that's intended, yeah. right? And and so, yeah, I thought it was very, very interesting um, way to do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, there there was a few people that hit me up after the album dropped and like, you got you got a kid? And I was like, no, right. no, no, no. That's not what was happening, I promise. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. have a kid, okay? Yeah. So, but, so, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like right out the gate, I'm thinking, okay, so... Why did he write this song? Why why now? I mean, well, I think it was just kind of a, a turning point in my life. So I think just like everything that was in my head came out on paper. And uh, I mean, I think writing from your perspective was interesting because, I mean, it's It allows me to kind of get into what I think your headspace would be like. Yeah. And kind of what you think of me. And also, it's a way to get out what I think you think of me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or what you think of certain situations. Okay. Um, and, I mean, it's 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 just like a it's a fun exercise to do. Uh, I mean, I, I like doing it. I want to do more of it in the future. But why did you call it paper thin? Um, what, were your, what was you thinking why about? Why did I call it paper thin? Yeah. Because I think it started with... Oh, because the money is a, is like a, a central theme in the song. It's not like mm. the thing, but like it, it's talked about a little bit. Okay. And then, so like paper. Yeah. But and also paper thin as in like being at a breaking point. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. To me, it's very, very interesting because it was. I was. I was thinking about. It, I was like, okay, so, what questions am I going to ask him about this song? I think I get the gist of the meaning, and you know, I'm very. Again, you know, it's like, I'm amazed at you. I'm proud of you. I, you know, I, I feel uh, that you've accomplished a lot. Right. All that that you already know from our previous conversations. But 
you know, I, I was thinking, I was thinking back of, you know, the time of your life and what you were kind of go through, Mm -hmm. what you were trying to accomplish and, you know, and, and it's scary sometimes, you know, when you're trying to plan out your life and trying to, you know, you know, please someone and this, that, and the other, and you don't know what the future holds. Right. So you're very scared. So I was, I was trying to, I was trying to think about the questions that I wanted to ask you. And one of them was, I just, I I had written this down. I just said, um, what are you afraid of? Right. It's like, what are some of your biggest fears in in sort of pursuing wow. your career? You're really right? gonna really gonna put me through this. I, I'm just this thought right now. Eh? You know, yeah. I, look, this is. I mean, your fans want to know, right? Wow. They want to know these kind of things because tackling your fears is what makes you successful, right? And at least that's part of what makes you a success, right? So I, you know, what are your what are your one or two top, you know, fears about you being successful in this industry? I can think of three off the top of my head. One is that I won't accomplish everything that I want to do, which is a big one because of all of the things that I want to accomplish. Like, you know, like I want to be able to like look at Jay-Z money and like laugh. Like that's, like, that's literally where my head's at. Like, I, I'm like, and it's not just about rap. Like, right. you know, it's like, it's, it's business and I want to invest in things and I want to, you know, invest in some startups super early and become the next, like, Elon Musk. Like, I'm, like, I'm literally trying to, I'm trying to be, like, Tony Stark that raps. Like, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> that's literally the I got goal. You. you know what I'm saying? And so, like, that's, that's a big dream. So, one of my biggest fears is that I won't accomplish all that. Okay. Uh, the, the second is that like, even if I do like, no matter what, I'll never be complacent. Like I just, I don't see myself being complacent with anything. And that's scary because, you know, I'm thinking about like retiring and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to retire. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's going to become a point where I want to not do career things. Mm. Like, is there going to be a time where like, I'm like, all right, I want to step back a little bit, spend more time with, you know, my kids or exploring the world or whatever. Yeah, traveling the world. Right. But A, I feel like by that time, I would have probably traveled the world quite a bit. But I just, I just don't see myself ever like, I just, I don't see retiring in my cards. Okay. So fear of complacency. Yeah. Um, And then... The, the one thing that like is that is on my mind a lot and I was talking to my friend uh, TJ about this um shout out TJ he uh he's in the the industry and he was talking about or we were talking about together how um you know as as people grow rise in fame you never know what somebody's true intentions are when they're speaking to you. You don't know if it's truly for like, you know, their personal reasons and they actually like you and vibe with you or if it's for something else. And it's like, my biggest fear is that like, I will never find the person for me because I I feel like right now would be the time to do so. 
because I feel like as I get older, it's going to be harder to tell. Like when you have Jeff Bezos money, like it, it's, it's hard to know if somebody's really there for you or they're there for half of a trillion yeah. dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or if they're there for your money or your success. Right. Right. So, you want them to be there for you. Right. But you can, I mean, you can never really even know. Right. Like it, you can't, I can't read their mind. So it's like, you really just have, you have to believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's really scary. And I think that's the reason why last year when, you know, I had my thing with someone and, you know, I, I like, I was really infatuated by this woman. And I think the reason I held on to it so tightly is because I'm scared that moving forward, it's going to be hard to know if somebody is like truly there for me or not. Right, right. And so I, I, I've i always thought that like, if it doesn't happen, like in the next few years, like it's, it might not happen because I'm just never going to tell. And I'm always going to be paranoid that they're there for something else. Hmm. That's interesting at all, man. I mean, you're, you know, you're great kid. Or young man or grown ass adult. Yeah, right? grown ass adult. Let's go with All that. All that, right? Um, you know, great personality, want to be successful. You're handsome, right? Um, you have a lot to offer someone. And, you know, uh, uh, it's it's interesting that, you know, you're fearful that you don't, won't, you may not find someone that, you know, wants you just for you. But I mean, that's that's deep, man. I mean, because I'll never know. I mean, you. I mean, honestly, you never really know anyone's true intentions. Yeah, that's you deep. know. But that's like that one, that one always lingers in my mind because I mean, it's a problem that you see a lot of people go through, yeah. and I don't know. That's just that's scary for me. Yeah, I was into. I, I mean, you know, when you, the, I think it was sort of the chorus, just about you know. I've been running, I've been running from a lie. Swear to God, I really need a break now. Sometimes I'm wishing that my life would just stop. But I know that I'm gonna find a way out. Past been dominating on my thoughts. God damn, I am afraid now. That's why I wanted to ask that question is, you know, what, what are you what are you afraid of in this song, right? And And so then I was bouncing back and forth, right? Because... You know, it's a little bit about me. It's a little bit about you. And I'm thinking, okay, so is he, you know, is he saying that in the context of that I'm afraid? You, yeah. You know, so I was just curious of of that. You know? It's both. Yeah. I think it's both. Oh, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always fearful of, of, of things, right? I think, you know, I think as we've talked before, as a parent, you know, I'm I'm fearful that fearful that my kids won't be successful. Right. I'm fearful that you know they're they're gonna take a left when I told them they should take a right based off of my experiences. Right. Um, you know, it's like that. You know, you got to let them touch the touch the stove. <laughs> right. You know, right. <laughs> and and let them know it's hot. Right. Um, you know, but I, I would, you know, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm very, you know, very fearful, you know, as a, as a dad, as a parent, 
I'm fearful. I'm fearful at the point to where, you know, you guys, you know, may may not love me anymore, right? Or I'm fearful. Crazy. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm this is like, I'm fearful of those things. I'm yeah. afraid of that. I'm from. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that 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 will that will happen. I mean, you think about and you talk about being a parent, right? It's like when your when your kid is born, all you want to do is hold them. Right, you want to sleep with them. It's okay if they throw up on you, poop on you, right? It's okay, right? And then you know, all that time, you know it in the back of your mind. Your job is to prepare them to be without you, to be without you. Yeah, you know. But then, as you get towards the end of that journey, and it's already happened to where you guys, you don't seek my advice on everything, right? You you may ask me my experience with something, but you don't seek my advice on right. everything. And so, and that's all the way down to Tay, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So so now it's like, you know, that's what I'm afraid of, that I won't be, I, I'm not needed anymore. I mean, first off, I, I need you, you know? I think, I think we all need you. Um, I don't think there's going to come a day where, where we don't. Yeah. Um, but J. Cole has a, a really good song about this. It's called Let Go My Hand. And, you know, he did his whole verse and everything. And at one point, he, he was talking about how his his son, like they were walking in the street or whatever, and they were, you know, he was holding his son's hand. And his son, you know, told him, like, like let me go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just trying to walk here. And, like, I, I can only imagine how crazy that is, like, in your head after years and years of saying, all right, let's, we're crossing the street. Come here. Yeah. Hold my hand. We got to go. And then all of a sudden, the kid's like, all right, I'm good now. And it's like, hmm? What? Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? What do you mean you're good? You know, it's a whole scary world out there. It, it is. But that I, that song is incredible. And, and I can, like, oh, that'll be crazy. That'll be crazy when that happens for me. Oh, scary, man. It's scary. And I feel like those moments never stop because like, you know, you, you know, you, like you were saying, like you, you raise them up to a point and then they just, they keep making their own decisions. It starts with them letting go of your hand. And then it's like, oh, you don't like this girl while well, I'm going to date her anyway. And then it's, oh, I don't want to go to college. I want to do this. And right. then it's like, like, you know, no, nah, dad, I don't want to do this. I'm going to go move over here. And you're like, I don't think that's a good idea, but like, he's his own man now. Yeah. But you you build like such an intense connection with your kid at the start that it's like, we're in this together. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to guide you always, but, and then they don't always like, they don't always want your guidance. Yeah. You know, that's scary. Like that's, that's scary. It's crazy from from a parent perspective, you know? And I mean, like, as I I love that word, by the way, perspective. Yeah. I, it's crazy. Shout I think you. To, I think you only said it. <laughs> I think you only said it once, maybe twice, on the last podcast. And I was like, "Wow, that's that's a record." We talked for an hour, and you said perspective like once, which oh, that's good. I mean, normally it's like you know three times in two minutes. Yeah, you know what good. I'm saying? That's good. You're a big, you're a big guy. The word perspective. You you know yeah. when you when you um, when you do let go of your child's hand, right? You do feel that if are they ready. I'm still going to be there if you need me, but are they ready? You know, it's like, okay, drop you off at school. Yeah. Make good decisions, right? But I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still still there. Yeah. And, and 
you know, there's been moments in, you know, me and mom's lives that we've experienced that with you guys, right? Obviously, you was, you know, going to um, Canada, people to people, doing that yeah. travel, right? Crazy. It was like, what, 11, something 11, like that? yeah. Right? And, I mean, bro. Mom, Our country. Yeah, mom was a wreck, right? And especially since we paid for the whole, you know, international phone plan, this, that, and the other, and we can't reach you, and this, that, and the other. And then the moment that we see you on Facebook sitting in somebody's ass, somebody's TP or some shit like that, <laughs> right? And me and mom, and, you know, I was like, mom, he's, he's he looks like he's, yeah, he's looks like he's chilled. He's, he's good, right? Yeah. But it was those moments that, you know, I remember me and mom crying that night, right? It's like, He's he he's out there, but it was also one of those moments that you, it's it started, right to 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 let you go, yeah. right? College. That's what I'm saying. Like it'll never I remember, stop. I remember. Right. It's one of the one of the pictures. Right. It's up on my fridge. Right. It's like that moment when we said goodbye. Right. And you know, hey, I think even at that moment, I knew you really didn't want to be there. Right. But part of the experience, right? We talked about that. Um, but that, you know, that's a moment, right? And, you know, now to see you in your business, right? There's been times that you and I, right? We we we've we've clashed on um what it I guess we how would you say it? Create creativity thoughts or yeah. creating thoughts, whatever, yeah. right? And I have to just say let you got to let that go, yeah. right? This is Tegan's life. This is Tegan's career. This is what he wants to do and this, that, and the other. I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to be Snoop Dogg, and you're like, I want to be Kendrick Lamar or Drake right, or something, right? right? It's like, you know, so just, yeah. just you know, I'm trying to get you to be Bone Thugs and Harmony. It's yeah. like, you're right? Like, go out and stand and, you know, give out your CDs on the street. Yeah, I'm like, give out like, your CDs you ever on the on street. SoundCloud before, kid? Because that, that is, that is that's how you I, know. That's, that's what I know. That's my yeah. experience, right? Yeah. But it's those, it's those moments, man. You, you kind of let them go. When we were sitting in the car dealership, right? And you were buying your first car. I'm yeah. there, right? I'm there. Yeah. But it's you signing the paperwork. Yeah. And I remember you telling me, no, dad. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad we got the Kia versus the Ford. I am too. But I'm just letting you know. I, I am too. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, man, I really almost got that, yeah. you know, 2019 car last yeah. year that I didn't need. And imagine how my car payments would be hitting me right now. Oh my gosh. You know, twice as much yeah. with no job. Like that would, it would suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I struggled with that conversation and how I was going to break it to you. And I knew you really wanted the Ford. What was it? A Taurus or some shit? What is it that you want? No, it was a Focus or something like that? Fusion or something. It was a Focus or a Fusion. Whichever one is the bigger one was the one that I wanted. It was nice though. But it was nice. We rolled up on this and so anyway. And and just so again, we talk about those moments, but that that was that's obviously, you know, different moments. So And when you when you brought up the car thing, one thing that came to my head was when we went to go get my car fixed and we were walking in, like as we were walking in, you were like do you want to uh, do it under my account? You want to do your own your yeah. own account? And I immediately was like, my own account. Like, that's right. I don't want to be under your account. That's right. And I remember like the manager, or whatever, was sitting in his back office, and he came up and he like said hello or whatever, or whatever, and he was like, oh, I just wanted to see the kid that wanted to start his own account with us. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's me. That's that kid right that's there. That's me. I'm not. That's you know, him. that's him. Yeah, you know? getting your own credit cards, doing all that kind right, of stuff. Right, right. 
I mean, that's, I mean, that's definitely you, right? Yeah. I'm certain, I mean, obviously I'm certain, you know, mom helped out with some of that credit cards and explaining some of the stuff and this, that, no. and the other. But No, I'm know. my own man. <laughs> my own man, my own research. So, so that brings me, that brings me to some other questions, man, about paper thin, you know? Um, I, I was just curious about, you know, I felt that this was about my my story, right? It started mm-hmm. out, the song started out, sort of my story, my journey through Foot Locker and, you know, getting a phone call I'm yeah. here in Illinois, right? This, that, and the other, right? But then it kind of, the song kind of, you know, moved towards yourself, yeah. right? And and the things that you've done and the work that you've put in and this, that, and the other. Where did you... Where do you feel you got y- your your work ethic from? Because you're a hard worker, right? You're looking for a pat on the back right now? I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I want to know your experiences that kind of led you to that. Um, I definitely think it's it's from you and uh and like just my I don't know independent research and seeing people accomplish things like made me think that made me like buy into it and think like oh if I want to do this and you know I can do that too and I think the the internet has helped a lot showing kids that like you like you can really do anything you want to do you know what I'm saying like it's it was more difficult for you as a kid to be like you know I want to be a comedian or something mm-hmm. you know because like at that time like what the steps you'd have to take are probably Okay, so you first you got to go to an open mic locally, all right? After right. that, you start to build that up. You, then you can probably like open up for a, a bigger comedian that comes through town. Then you start headlining and then you you go from, you know, Virginia and you go out to Kentucky and then Tennessee yeah, you and tour. you spread and then you go regionally, you do a tour, right. go global. Like right, right, that, right. those are the steps, right? Yeah. Now, if I want to be a, a comedian, I would open up TikTok, I would do a little skit and I would drop it. Right. And it's like, it shows you that like you can really do those things. You know, there's um, this guy, Drewski, he's a, a social media um, influencer and a comedian that that does that type of stuff. And, you know, he opened up for J. Cole. Like he went on before J. Cole did, did a little 15 minute set, get people laughing, get people loose. And like, you know, he built that up from his bedroom, just, you know, making dumb little videos, you know, okay. on his phone. And I think like seeing people like, that they can do stuff like that is like, all right. So like, if you put your mind to it, you can really do that stuff. And I always feel like I I had an edge because of like, just because of my, uh, my given intelligence. Like I was just, I was just fortunate enough to like, just have a really good brain in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I, I really, like, I, I, I got, <laughs> I mean, shout out to mom too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I was good at school. I feel like I got good common sense. Like, and I was like, so if I, if I can combine that with like whatever, like if I just apply that to whatever I want to do, I don't see anything stopping me. Right. And I think, uh, like I said, a, a lot of it also like came from you and, you know, seeing you work all the time and do it and doing what you were doing to support our family and to go from, you know, the house that we had to then moving on to what we got to seeing what you want to buy now is like, it takes a lot of hard work. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and for you, and you did it without a degree. And so, you know, when I see that, it's hard for me to be like, oh, 
well, I need a degree because I'm thinking, well, you did all right and you didn't have a degree. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I need one for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. But I know it's because you worked your ass off to get where you are, you know? True. True. Like it it wasn't an easy path. You know, you you started low and worked your way up and up and up and now you are where you are. And right. It's not easy, man. Yeah. It's, you know, it is it's a lot of hard work in different ways and you know, and you just right. I mean, I got that. I, I got that from my mom, right? Single, single mom, right? I mean, you know my story, right? I didn't, you know, the last image of my dad, he was beating my ass one night, right? It's like, and that was it. And I think I was like four, right? Never, I don't remember his touch. I don't remember shaking his hand. I, I mean, none of that, right? And so, you know, grew up on my own, right? Basically, anyway, right? And and so you you just... You learn from the people that have didn't you know pick you up right and mentor you and you know that was my my uncle my uncle Albert right um, and he would take me out to the Boxwood Motel is what we called it he would just say boy get your ass up we would what right I call him Abilie you know it's, it's Albert Lee Washington but. Mm-hmm. Abali. Yeah. And he would take me out there and I and I um he would say, Okay, we're gonna cut the grass, this and the other. But the best I mean, it was hot, man. It was summertime, it was hot. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be there. Yeah. Did not. Right. I can imagine. I was the same way as you guys these days. It's like, why am I doing this? I yeah. I don't need to right. I, I got a roof over my head. I don't pay for it, but I got a roof over my head. Yeah. If I'm hungry, I go in the refrigerator, I get shit. All right. Why am I here? I believe, right? And he would teach me the ropes. He would just keep me going, keep me going. And then, you know, the best part of it was, you know, at lunchtime, he would bring me an orange crush or a Mountain Dew. And we would sit there on the steps of the Boxwood Motel. And he would tell me stories. He would um, show me different things um, and be just be present, right? And so that's how I kind of learned my 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 work ethic. And um, you know, when I dove into something, I wanted to be successful. Look, money was the driver, just like it is for you guys these days, right? Mm-hmm. It's like money. My, I got to make the money, right? Right. So I made that's that was the work ethic. It's kind of kind of how it started, and it's something that you know I wanted to make sure that you guys understood that if you want to be successful. You got to work at it, right? Yeah. You want to you want to be a billionaire? Not everybody's just going to come up with the greatest invention. Next thing you know, they're a billionaire. Right, right, right. You got to work. And so that's why I was thinking, right, this song. It's about your work ethic right. and, and making the money, right? So, yeah, get your ass up, cut a couple CDs, go down to a radio station, give it to them. You know, versus, you know, sending them, you know, an email or whatever. Go sell records out of the back of your trunk. Because that's that's what I knew. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's what I knew. Um, So with, like, so with, like, getting, like, an entry-level job at Foot Locker, like, just a regular yeah. retail job and, like, wanting to, you know, move up. Like, did you, because you said money was a big factor. 
Was it like you wanted to do it to have money or because you needed money for your family? Or a combination of both. Because I feel like, I mean, that's, that's how I am. I saw what was going on around me and I was like, this is cool. And like, you know, you guys look like you're living good lives. But like, I don't want to be stagnant. I want to go up. Yeah. I want to go up a rung in the ladder. Right. You know, I'm not trying to stay at the same one. I'm not trying to like maintain. Right, right. And I think that like from you moving, I mean, from going to going from, you know, a retail job at Full Locker to where you are now, yeah. there's a lot of big steps. And you didn't have that, you know, to gr- that degree to give you like credibility so it was really just based off of you and your work ethic. So it's like, did that, did you do that because of, you know, your family or did you do that just because like, that's what you want to do? Yeah, it went to your point. It, it, it's a little bit of both. It changes over time, mm. right? Initially, it was around the need. Right. It was. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Initially, it was around the want. Okay. I, I just want to make money. I want to make money. I didn't understand really what I needed it for. Right? Yeah. I just wanted to make money. Yeah, I get that. Right? Yeah. Um, you, you learn the need later. Right? You need the money because you want to be on your own and you mm-hmm. got to pay your, your bills. Right? If I want to go eat at a nice restaurant, I, got, I need this money so I got to work. Right? Yeah. Um, and it truly kicked in for me when the need started. And that was me being, you know, with my mom, you know, we would bounce around from house to house. I mean, you know, you, you know, some of the stories, but you don't know all the stories of my childhood. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I would be in my room, very similar to you by myself, listening to, you know, Casey Kasem on the radio and trying to make mixtapes and all that kind of shit. Right. Mm -hmm. We, we at times did not have food to eat and you know i I mean i think mom knows this story right it's like one night we had we had potato chips and we dipped it in ketchup and that was our dinner right and so that was more of the need and so i was working working let's go let's go let's do this let's do this let's do this let's do that and and then as i then you know you start a family Right. And it's and it is more of the need to make sure that you're supporting your family. And again, I think like we said in another podcast was I want you to have a better life. Right. Than what I did. Right. Just want to be able to provide. And so you have things that I didn't have. And that's a goal. And it's the only thing you can do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's how that that's how I sort of bounce back and forth, you know, from that. Yeah. And I think, I think um, it, it is what drove my work ethic. You have to be careful. Yep. Yeah. You have to be careful because there's, there's, you know, plenty of things that I missed because I was working and there's plenty of yep. things that I wasn't able to show you guys or whatever, right? You know, from a working perspective. And so you have to find yourself. What yeah. is it that you truly, truly want? Right. And so I'm, you know, I'm I'm at a different point now, right? It's right. like, you know, the work thing is, I mean, I'm I'm not I don't, I'm not putting in 85 hours in a week. I'm not right. I'm not doing that right anymore. Right. But you know, yeah, it's it's a journey. It's a journey. I think that wants and need, uh wants and needs topic is like really, really crazy because I think 
they they kind of work hand in hand and it does kind of switch off like you know you get a job because you need to pay the bills but and then you're like all right but i want this so you start doing that and you're like oh well now since i, I wanted that and i spent all my money on that i need to get more money to get this mm-hmm. and you're like oh but like i want this as well and so you you keep going off as like a constant cycle and i mean i, I talk about this on my next album and like i i hate to to spoil it but like you know, I wanted to go get a job or I needed to go get a job because I needed to pay my, uh, like I, I needed to, to pay for a car. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need like a little bit of money to, uh, for, for music and stuff. Right. Yeah. But then I wanted to start buying shoes and I wanted to get a car nicer than I really need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want all this stuff. And then it's like, it's like, uh, we were talking about when we moved into a bigger house. Right. So you, you think, oh, I need more space, right? You you think that you need more <laughs> yeah, space. Right, right. And then you get more space and then you just fill it with stuff. Right. So then you need more space, you know? But like, it's like the space isn't the problem. Not not even. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just learn how to allocate your money, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I keep saying that I need money because I keep spending it on wants. That's right. You know, when you just kind of have to find that balance. Otherwise, you're going to continue to work and keep moving up because you feel like you have to. I agree. I mean, I hundred percent, I hundred percent agree with you. I mean, look, man, if you're lucky in life to have, you know, to, to become very, very successful, like you say, you know, Jay Z kind of money or whatever, then Big great. Man. That's that's outstanding. But I'm certain he still struggles with the same things as everyone else does. Right. Right. He absolutely does. I mean, why do I gotta have a eighteen million dollar home here and a ten million dollar home here? And I mean, it just that comes with more problems. You know what I'm saying? And it, it what I'm trying, what I'm trying to, which I think is what you're talking about in in paper thin is, you know, life is a journey. You do have to put in the hard work. You you do have to balance needs and wants. Um. And you're afraid. You're afraid of letting people down. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid of not accomplishing your goals, right? So you just keep it moving. You, you try to do the best that you yeah. possibly can do. And, you know, that's that's why, I mean, I, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this, this song very much because it, Bought me back to my roots. Yeah. You know? But it also told me a little bit about you. Yeah. And what it is that, how you view hard work, your vulnerability, that you are afraid of things, and, you know, that you're still pointed in the right direction to wanting to be successful. Yeah, I mean, so in in the chorus, I said, Swear to God, I really need a break now. I was never a big one four breaks like I was always go 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 you know focus on your goals get that done like I have a song called fate that's basically I said like if you get eight hours of sleep you're lazy which is like I don't agree with that anymore you know like I've 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 changed my my mind on and my perspective on that but like I was just never really one for breaks until recently and I'm curious as to how you were uh, not necessarily now, because now I know that you like your breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, now you want to spend time with your kids, blah, right. blah, blah. Right. But like before, what was that like? Like, were you, 
Same way. Like, did you want to just, you know, put all my time into work, we'll get up there, and then eventually I'll take the time off when I want to where I need it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you talk about my Foot Locker days. Yeah. Retail. Retail is no joke. Yeah. Right? So be successful in retail. You got to put in the hours. Yeah. Retail is not, I repeat, retail. To be successful, you're going to have to move to different stores in different states, and you're going to have to be working on Christmases and and birthdays, and you're going to miss shit, and you're going to be putting in 15 hours, right, a day. It is what it is. Yeah. Right? But working at Foot Locker, there was, there was a combination of things that I really enjoyed. I was able to put in that time, and I just put in that time. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was paid, right? Right. And I enjoyed basketball, obviously, right? And went to school for basketball. Yeah. So I'm around shoes. I'm around people because I like to interact with people, right? Talk to kids, talk to a teenager, talk to a, an adult, right? It's right. like I enjoyed that kind of thing, which yeah. got me into, you know, kind of human resources, right? That's just what I love to do, right? And I was driven that way and missed so much. <laughs> You know, but think about what it also taught me. It also gave me my worth ethic. Yeah. It, it allowed me to provide for my family, you know, to this day, right? It's yeah. like, you know, we, we, are not, we are not rich by any means. We are comfortable, right? We can do the things that we like to do. And want to do. You guys never were without, right? Me and mom always figured it out. Allowed you to, you know, do the things that you wanted to do mm -hmm. and have the things that you wanted to to have. And um, so I, I, but now, like, right, it's that downturn now, and it's and it's not all about it's not all about the money. It's not all about me working long hours and this and the other. It's a time now. It's way now, more valuable. Time is so much valuable. And yeah. Being in human resources, and when I hear when I hear that from other candidates, like, can you tell me about the can can you tell me about the work week? I kind of I kind of look at them like, are you shitting me right now? You are asking me. You don't even have the job, and you're already asking about the hours. Well, that may not be the right person for me because that's how I was brought up. Right, not realizing things have changed. Yeah, that you know, even with COVID, it's like that a flexible work schedule. Is huge now. Yeah. Back then, that was unheard of. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, can I work from home on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Nah. You work nah. these hours and possibly overtime. <laughs> right. I'll see you on you Sunday. You doing less than that. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, but that's 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 life, man. And 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 that's the that's the curve, right? Right now, you're in. I feel right. You're in the you're in the go 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 kind of mode right yeah. now. Because that's how you know. That's what you know to be successful. Go, 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 go. I have time to rest, right? Yeah. But I think there's a whole lot of bad and good with COVID. Don't get me wrong. But I also think that your generation now is kind of understanding flexibility is possible. Yeah. It is. And right. I, I, don't, I don't have to work 100 hours. I mean, the world ran. You know what I'm saying? Right. The world ran just fine. Straight, straight. Like, and I mean, it had what, its flaws, but yeah, that's what I think now. And I, and I, you know, but I, I, I still, I still see you just grinding, right? You close your door, you'll, 
I got to get, this is what I got to yeah. get done, right? And I think it, when you're done with school here in a few months or whatever, I think I think you're going to jump even more into it. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're you know, on that climb, right? You're You're not yet at your peak, right? So you're still climbing. You're still climbing. Yeah. All right. And I think just from my experiences, my past, you have to keep climbing. You still got to put in that yeah. work to get to where you really want to be. Yeah. I think, well, two two interesting things. One, I think it's funny that you're in human resources and you like people and I'm the opposite. Yeah. I think that that's funny. Yeah. Um, I don't think you dislike people. I do. You know, you just don't, <laughs> you may not want to deal with them. I... I like the people that I like. That's it. And if I don't like them, then I really don't like them. Yeah. But, um... I still don't think that's the case. Bro, I... Bro. Like, I don't want to talk to people that I don't like. I just don't. I just don't want to. And see, here's the goodness part about it. But if someone came up to you and said, hello, my name is... Can can you help me with something? What would you think? I would, I would think, yeah, I'd help you. Correct. Yeah, so you do. That's not what so I'm you do talking like people. about, though. I don't you, like people. You said you just said that you don't like people, or maybe maybe I maybe I, I heard don't like wrong. people. <laughs> but if somebody came to me asking for help, I would help them. That's correct. Because you know why? Because you're a good person. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I like people, though. That's, it just means that's, that I'm a good person. That's the way we raised you uh, to be a good person. Pat on the back, bud. <laughs> but uh, the other thing was. Um, I think so. You said like weren't rich, but able to like have everything that we wanted, right? Yeah, within reason. I I do think that part of my work ethic comes from you not giving me everything. Like, you know, I. Oh, you weren't handed a silver spoon, right? Like oh, you know, no. you you gave me what I needed, and I got a, a lot of things that I wanted, but. You you did make sure that there there were things that I had to do to get that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how you're talking about you know you're talking about with Tay with his grades, and it's like I like I remember like you wouldn't just give me stuff if I wasn't performing whatever I was supposed to at the time. You know if I'm not doing my chores or if I'm not getting the A's or if I'm not you know X Y and Z, I'm not letting the dogs out or whatever. Like yeah, you're gonna bring that up when I ask you if you could buy me this shirt. Yeah. You know, I, I think like that, that's a, a, a big thing too. And how I always talk to Tavin and Tayden about like, like what do, like, I always say like, what do they own? Like they haven't bought anything, <laughs> you know? And I think it really does go back to that because you look at all of the things that I own, you look in my room and you see my computer, my monitor, my TV, I bought the Xbox, like my beats, multiple pairs of beats. Like I, I've, I've bought all of this stuff and I've yeah. worked to get it. And I think- it's because you didn't give it to me. And I was like, oh, well, I, I got to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not going to lie, I think that's one one piece that just kind of got left out of the puzzle when it comes to the other two. Um, I'm not saying it totally fell off, but I think that it's a different, it's a different level. And I think that they, are give, they were given a little bit, uh, they were given a, a little bit more without... Like the expectations were still high, but like, well, so, so that's a great, great comment and a great perspective, right? Um, 
it's interesting because again, you're the firstborn, right? And so, you know, you learn, right? You you just learn as you go as a parent. And, you know, there there are probably things that, you know, that we didn't do with Tabin that we did with you. Yeah. Right. Um, but we should have done, maybe and we didn't, right? But same thing when as it trickles down the tay. It's yeah. it's and vice versa. The right. things that you've done with them that you wish it's you would have done, done with, with me. you. Correct. Right. And and you know, you learn that. Yeah. Right. And so as 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 you have your family, you're gonna continue, you're gonna do the same kind of situation, right? You're yeah. gonna, your your thought process is gonna be the same. Yep. I don't care what you say. If you I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna do this. My son will never do this. I will never do, I'm gonna tell you. Until you are in the moment, you <sighs> are going to revert back or think back on the things that you and I went through. And you're going to make a decision. I'm either going to let him just put his hand on that damn hot stove or I'm not. I'm either going to let him sleep in or I'm going to go yank his ass out of the bed to go to work. You, you, you're going to have to make a decision. And your decision is based off of what are you teaching him to be successful in life? And when you're not around, what is he going to do? What is he going to look like yeah. his life's going to be? Yeah. So I know you're not there yet. And that's okay. Yeah. But that's the struggle, yeah. right? With you, there were a couple different turning points, my, my, my boy. Right? I don't know if you recall this. You will once I mention it. I think you wanted to buy something. I forget what it absolutely was, but you you took your ass back upstairs and you put together a PowerPoint damn pre presentation. Yeah. You you did a picture, you did a you had a little suit on or whatever. I mean, you I, I don't even know what it was. Right? I don't remember the specific one, but I know I've done that a few times. At that particular point, I looked at Myself and I just said I'm dealing with some I'm dealing with someone totally different. <laughs> this dude, this He's dude is not what out, I thought he was. This dude is outside the realm of being average. Yeah. Okay. His brain is different. He thinks different. He functions different. He he has different expressions. He has a different view on life. He, right. He's he's just different in a positive way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And so I I probably did things, Tegan, from especially from that point on, that that said he's gonna be very successful. So he's got to learn to work for it. And so no, you I'm not gonna do that. And you would go and find a damn way and you'd buy your own Xbox or you'd buy you this yeah. and you'd do that and this that, and the other. And you know, and now that now that I think back on it, it you know whoops. Probably could have done some things a little bit differently. Yeah. But it also prepared you to be the man you are today. Yeah, I mean, Paper and, thin. and I'm and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, because you know, come a long way. Yeah, but yeah, man. You know, listen, I got one more. Th I got one more thing. Yeah, let's do it. So, it was a verse in here, I think, that said, "You know, kind of why didn't why don't I just ask or or something like that, right?" So, I kind of thought I kind of knew what you were going through. Right. Tell me a little bit about why you wrote that 
that verse. Tell me what that was trying to say. I mean, that's just like, that's just about life and, and with your kids in general. Like I always see on Twitter, like, like people are always joking about like how their parents say that, you know, like they know them. And like you think about it and I mean, most of my time growing up, or not most, but a good chunk of my time growing up was spent without you. It was spent at school. You know, it was spent hanging out with my friends or or whatnot, you know, and that's that's a totally different part of me that I can tell you about, but you you were never there and you never experienced it from my perspective either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I mean, you can tell stories as much as you want, but like, you know how people will say like, oh, you had to be there. You know, like you, you really, it's hard to see from the other person's point of view like it's really mm. it's really hard to do and as i was in this messing you know talking about talking from different point of views and different perspectives and stuff i thought i like that just came in my head of thinking like like you really i mean like you like you you know i guess yeah but you don't necessarily understand because you couldn't because you're not me yeah even if you try to be you can't get my 20 years of life you you can't you don't have my 20 years of experiences. Right. So even if I explain something to you, you'll never see it in that specific light that I see it in, no matter what, because we're just not the same being. Right. Oh, that's facts. But, I mean, it, it wasn't anything specific like, this happened to me and blah, blah, blah. It was just like, like just in general, like... Yeah, but the verse was kind of like saying, like, you don't know, you know, like, the shit that's happened to you, like, you're being teased in school or girls or... Or anything like that, or it's right, and, and I was like, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I kind of thought what was going on. Yeah, I mean, but mom like, probably thought more, right? <laughs> she was probably more involved. In yeah, that, but I mean, because like, I was working or whatever, or maybe I just wasn't even paying attention. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you just <laughs> never, you just never really know. Like I think of, I mean, there was a point in time where like kids would always call me gay just yeah. because like I liked pink. I think was just the main reason. Oh, okay. And so like I do you remember when I got those pink Osiris skateboarding shoes? Yeah. Yeah. So like that was that was a big issue, like with a lot of people. And a lot of people would say stuff. And it's like, you know, I can tell you that that happened, right? Yeah. But like you'll never experience it the way that I experienced it. True. You know True. what I'm saying? I feel you. You'll never f- feel it the way that that I did. Right. You know, you can you can get it from from what you think it was, but the same way that like I talk from your perspective in this song, like I say it, but like, and I tried to correct myself a few times in this podcast. I I said what I think you were thinking. Mm. I didn't I didn't say what you were thinking because I have no idea. Right. I said what I think you might have been thinking or how I think you might have felt. Right. Right. You know, so like I want to kind of put that asterisk to any time I talk from someone else's perspective. Like you, you can never truly know it. So I kind of say what I think, but you know, it's never a hundred percent on the dot. You know, because right. it can't be. It yeah. Can, it can't be. You know, I there was this. Um, I don't, man. You know. I appreciate that because I didn't know a lot of that stuff, right? And you, as as a parent, you just don't want your kids to go through that, or you're blinded that they're going through it, or whatever, yeah. right? And you want to make sure you're being you're there for them and try to help them through it and protect them through that stuff. But you know, a lot of times, like you said, man, there's things that I didn't know. Yeah, that was truly happening. That you you had to manage through. We had to navigate through. You know. Um, 
but that those are the things that carve you out to be the person you are today. And you just hope that the positive piece of it comes out. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I, I wanted to, there was this, um, there was this, this, this letter that you had written me. Right. And when I listened to, to paper thin, it, it, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a pat on the back. So I don't, I don't, I don't want you to take that. And I don't want, I don't want your listeners to take that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Again, I start out saying from a parent perspective, there's that word again, by yeah, the way. A lot of perspectives in yeah, this one. A lot of perspectives that you just want to teach your kids the best way you know how. Yeah. You know, teach them good morals and hard work and to be successful and so forth. And, and there's not a lot of times in in your in your parenting life that that your kids tell you, right? That you're doing a good job. Right. Most of the time they're telling you to stay the hell away or Very forget true. you. I'm yeah. gonna do what I'm gonna do. And yep. you spend all that time fighting with them, right? Yep. And so there's there's moments and and you know, there was this letter that you wrote me and and I, I hope you don't mind and you're more than welcome to edit it out, do whatever you want to do. But it I won't. you know, um it says it says, Dear dear dad, uh thanks so much for all that you do for me. Every single thing. I appreciate you pushing me uh, to be the best version of myself that I can be. You making me take all those terrible, and that word is underlined, okay, terrible um, hard classes has really helped me and, uh, and I'm, has helped me and I am sure it will even help me more in the future. I got you that 1400 for you. I consider myself to be a very hardworking person when I want to be. And that, that comes directly from you and the hard work that you put in for our family. Lastly, Dad, I want to thank you for supporting me no matter what, especially my music, because I know that I am hard to argue with and give advice to, and I am trying to get better at it, and I am sure you will help me with that too. I wish to be as cool of a dad as you are one day. Love, press. Yes. Right. And so this this song kind of took me back to understanding that letter. I feel that you have learned what hard work is about. I feel that you will be successful. And you already have been, but I feel you 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 still have more to go. In your so in your more. in your ladder, yeah. right? Um, but that 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 shows that you understand that that you're grateful of the things that you know me and mom have taught you, and I think you're 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 ready to just sort of take that into your future, Tegan. Yeah, you know, bring your brothers and sisters, not sisters, but bring your brothers along. Yeah. 
but you've learned yeah. what hard work can get you, right? So, um, you know, thanks, thanks for you know the song, and um, thanks for allowing me to to you know spend the time with you to let you know that I understand it and I hear you. Well, I mean, like that letter said, thank you, you know, for all that you've done. Thank you for being here today and letting me release this music. I do remember when I was playing you this album, uh, it was kind of like on a whim, like you were just kind of, like you were at the house, we were there and I uh, I was like, oh snap, I forgot you haven't heard the album yet. And I was like, do you want to listen to it? And you're like, sure. And then we just kind of did it, like, you know, just randomly. Yeah. And I kind of did that forgetting how much of this type of stuff was in there and how that might be difficult or how we might not be ready to even talk, talk about, about that. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of played it for you. Yeah. And I'm glad that now we have the time to like really talk about these songs and stuff. Um, and speaking of, how do you think, like, do, how do you think I did talking from your perspective? Like, do you think I did all right? I think you did great. All right. Right. Sometimes you don't even know if people are listening. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get like I don't want to get the whole story wrong, but I feel like I did all right. No, you did great. You all did right. great. And if you ever want to know Good. more, or you and the, you you and your brothers want to know more, I'm an open book, man. Definitely, definitely do. I saw this tweet, and they were like, you know, if your grandparents are still alive, like make sure that you like you know their story. You that know? is that is correct. And so I think I think that that I think that that's important that I that I know this. I don't know if I talked to you about this because. I don't know, but I was talking to mom about it and I went over to uh, Chuch, my aunt's house to drop off the merch that she ordered. Yeah. And, you know, her and Jean were just sitting there uh, watching Netflix or whatever in their pajamas. And it was just kind of, it was weird to me because I don't see them in that, uh, in that environment. Yeah. Like most of the times I see them, it's at Christmas, Thanksgiving, or we're going out somewhere and like to just see them like, you know, while I'm over here making my music or whatever, or I'm sitting down eating dinner they're doing the the same thing and they're they're playing with their dogs and it's like there's just so much life to people that I have no idea about. No idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was it's just it's just crazy cuz I always feel like I know everything and like I, I don't know anything about anyone, really. Be honest with you, right? So you think about um listen, I mean you you think about sort of our our immediate family. Yeah. Right? And you know, I don't you know, my side of the family you guys don't know much about, right? You, you mean right. you knew you knew you know my mom and you know my brother, yeah. right? Um, but they're you know obviously they're not with us, right? My grandmother's not with, right? So you don't know much about that life, right? Right. So being able to sort of carry on that torch or that flame yeah. and the family history and this that and the other, it's important to ask those questions, right? And yeah. So you know, I would I would tell I would tell you and your brothers, you know. Chalk it up with me and mom and Busha and Jaj and right yeah. and, and Chuch, uh, you know, even even you know Gene and just sort of knowing knowing their life and how they were brought up and their yeah. experiences because you know we're going to be grandparents. Yep. <laughs> right. We're yeah. not going to be here one day. That's yeah. just that's part of life, right? But you know, you're 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 like you know. You're the uh, you know the up and coming leader of the family, right? And so when it's time for you to tell your family about your experiences in your life, they're going to ask you about your grandmother, yeah. your grandfather, your great grandmother, your great grandfather, right? Your nieces and nephews. So try to take in as much as that because that does mean something. 
Yeah, and I think it's important just like, just outside of family, but just people, like people that you, you know, love and appreciate, just like anyone, friends, like people you work with or whatever, like just getting to know more of them because A, that'll help you, you know, try to understand their perspective. And also it could do something for you. It can make you see something differently, you know, and just like having those stories and learning about people. I, I, my favorite books to read are biographies. Like I love reading biographies about people. I love it. So it's kind of crazy to me that I think about it. Like, I don't know much about, you know, all of the people that I love. Like I should go sit down with Jake and be like, What's it like growing up with, you know, your brothers who are a bunch of, you know, a bunch of years older than you? Like, how did you navigate that? Or like, I should ask Josh what his experience is being the oldest sibling. You know what I'm saying? Like, just simple stuff like that. That's right. You forget about that stuff, man. Yeah, Yeah, you forget about that stuff. But, you know, important is be be present in your life. And, you know, when people are talking, pay attention. Yep. See it from their their eyes and and you'll learn some stuff. So, anyway. Be present. Be present, Prezi. Or press. Yeah. <laughs> be be present. So but yeah, thank you for this episode. Paper thin in the books. Yes, sir. Paper thin, baby. Go I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Again, thank you to all your uh, you know, your fans of supporting you. Um, you know, you've done a great job, Tegan. And uh, you know, uh, you got a great, great future uh still uh still ahead of you, man. Thank you, man. I'm I'm planning love on you. on you seeing all that. I love you too. Um, but yeah, guys, you can uh, you can catch my dad in this episode. You can catch him in the the dropout story episode, and you will definitely catch him on the next season of this podcast because we go in depth on more stuff that has to do with you. So yeah, Can't wait. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, go stream. Uh, go stream ACT. Peace, boys. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Manifest Recordings. Make sure to follow us on social media at manifest underscore rec for updates on everything manifest. And I will see you guys in the next one.